Merry Christmas. I'd like to welcome you all to another edition of the podcast Players in the Game of Life. Today, there's a question that has come up, and it comes up around this time most frequently. Is Christmas a pagan holiday? Well, the answer, my brothers and sisters, is no, it's not. Christmas is not a pagan holiday. Christmas is the Christian remembrance and the celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Christians that believe in Christ God and believe that he entered, that God entered the human race and so deserves the title Emmanuel or God with us, according to Matthew, the first chapter and the 23rd verse. But I'm going to say this, Christmas traditions have pagan origins, so the question is actually legitimate. First, the pagan origins of Christmas are far from certain. The winter solstice, often tied with Christmas, never falls on December the 25th. Likewise, Saturnalia which has also been proposed as an origin of Christmas, was never celebrated on December 25th. Other Christmas symbols, such as trees and candles, may have had some pagan connotations, but these are so common in human experience that it can hardly be claimed that their use was ever exclusively paganism. Second of all, the meaning of any word, symbol, or custom is determined by current usage, not origin. Many words and practices have departed from their origins and no longer mean anything close to what they once did. For instance, the swastika has been around for thousands of years as a symbol of good fortune. It was therefore reasonable for the Nazi party to take this as their symbol as they emphasized that they were the party to bring good times back to Germany. Sounds familiar. Which was going through hard times after World War I. However, it would be absolute foolishness for a person to decorate his home today with swastika-based on their real meaning. The swastika has been so thoroughly identified with the horrors of the Holocaust that in current culture it is a symbol of anti-Semitism and all things evil. The original meaning of the symbol is completely irrelevant. Sometimes my brothers and sisters we have to remember Christians I'm talking to right now, those who follow and believe in Christ. Our Bible teaches us that God is changing and rearranging things. In fact, some of you can look at your own lives. And if you were to think about for just one minute where you, what you used to do or where you used to, the things that you, where you came from, you are no longer in that spot. There's a, a, a funny little saying that says people who don't have a I used to story are still doing the same things that they used to do. 
So if God is changing things constantly and showing us that uh, the things that were are no longer, even in our own personal lives, why must it be any different? Uh, another example, some of you have birthdays that fall on the weekdays and you don't feel like celebrating them on the day that falls during the week, but you want to celebrate it on Saturday or Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Some of us even celebrate our birthdays all month long. I know I do, but that's me. That's not everybody. Likewise, it is so asked the average American to tell you about Nike. Probably about 90% would talk about the brand of athletic shoes and clothing with hardly any mention of the Greek goddess of victory for whom the company is named. In a Google search of the term Nike, you would have to sift through dozens of results before you found anything about the Greek goddess Nike. When you see someone wearing the famous swoosh, your first thought is a modern company, not an ancient goddess, and no one could assume that the wearer of said clothing is a worshiper of the goddess. I mean, so what? Yes, we celebrate Christmas. Christians celebrate Christmas. It's a lot of people who aren't Christians celebrate Christmas. But I do believe in my own mind that sometimes Christians has, Christmas has gotten so commercialized that the real meaning and the real meaning for the season has been totally just canceled. We think more about buying gifts for everybody, but the gift that came for real came from God. That gift is the gift that keeps on giving. It takes care of everything that we have done. It reconciles us back to God, number one. And when I say reconcile us back to God, sin came into the world when Adam and Eve did what they did. Well, really, when Adam ate from the apple or the tree of good and evil, we're not going to just say it was an apple. We're going to say he ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Then sin came into the world. When sin came into the world, God was thoroughly upset about it. And he cast, uh, he cast some hardships. And sin came into the world. And we're dealing with those consequences right now. But my brothers and sisters, people of Christ, let me say this. And then I'm going to cut it short. We have to start paying more attention to the gift not under the tree but the gift that died on a tree. And the, 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 the word tree in this instance, I'm not talking about a tree tree, I'm talking about the cross and it being wood. And he died on that cross so we could be reconciled back to God. He took on all of our sins. And the Bible teaches us that whosoever, whosoever, Believeth in him, that is his, in his son, Jesus Christ, should not perish, but have everlasting life. I'm just a believer of that. In fact, I've gotten so old now, and not that I'm an old man, but I've, through my experience, I know that there is a God. And I know of his grace and his mercy, 
that I receive because I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Now, does that mean that everything is going to go just fine and dandy and everything's going to be a bed of roses? No, it doesn't. But I know that he'll never leave me and never forsake me. He's brought me out of things that, that <clears throat> I couldn't have got out of by myself. And I'm just talking about me, but if we were all to be honest with ourselves for just a little bit, we would all be thankful to what God has done through Christ Jesus and how we can be reconciled back to God. I mean, it's a bad thing to sit up <laughs> and try to live this life and be in this world without God on our side. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. There's been many situations in people's lives that they are glad that there was a God that was by their side. You ever been sick? You ever wished that you could have got away from something and couldn't get away from it on your own? And yet and still God made a way out of no way? Yes, I know. Experience will teach you. And consequences, my brothers and sisters, <laughs> is a and a hard teacher but sometimes that's what we have to do we have to deal with our consequences the consequences of our decisions Beretta used to come on television you all may remember Beretta some don't but if you can't do the crime I mean if you can't do the time don't do the crime we have the right to choose whatever it is that we want to do God sets before us in the word of God and he says this I said before you this day life and death cursing and blessing and then he turns around and whispers in your ear through the holy spirit choose life in essence my brothers and sisters that means choose jesus christ the gift that he gave us that keeps on giving the gift that we celebrate on christmas that gift the coming of jesus christ where he had to come down and, and show us exactly what he meant to show us how to do certain things, but he came really so that we may have life and have it more abundantly and we can enjoy it. Yes, I know some of us say that, you know, well, there are some people even today, right in this day and age, that sometimes the consequences of some circumstances appear in our lives during the holiday season. Some people have lost loved ones. Some people are, are homeless, and we're saying if there was a God, if there is a God, why would he allow things like this to happen? Maybe because, maybe, and I don't have all the answers, but maybe because he wants us as Christian people to treat us or to treat other people like he treats us. Irregardless of what we've gone through, regardless of what we've done, God still loves us and does what he can to help us. The church is supposed to do some things like that. Some churches do, some churches don't. But because you go to a restaurant and that church does, I mean, that restaurant doesn't fix the food that you like, do you stop going to restaurants or you just leave that restaurant and go to another one? Well, the choice is yours. But I bet you any amount of money, and I'm not a bed man, you're not going to stop eating. So don't stop feeding yourself. Think of the reason for the season. I'm not saying don't think about getting a gift for your loved ones or some people that you know and like and care about. I'm not saying don't celebrate Christmas, you know, but I am saying this. Just think about giving some 
recognition to the gift that just keeps on giving. The gift that comforts you. The gift that wakes you up in the morning. The gift that makes good and sure that sometimes you get everything you need. You may not get everything you want. I know I don't. But I get comfort sometimes when I need to be comforted. I have joy that comes from God through Christ Jesus. And I'm talking about joy, not happiness, because happiness is something that man controls. But since man didn't give it to me and God did, man can't take it away. Because I have the joy of the Lord in my heart. And I'm quite sure there are some people out there that can recognize that. So in essence, my brothers and sisters, like I say, I'm not trying to make you think like me. I don't even want you to 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 sit up and, and say that everything I'm saying may be right to you. I'm not telling you to go and, and not go and search it. Search it for yourself. All I really want you to do, people, is think. Just think. What if you just shared a thank you with the Lord? A, a saying, I thank you, Jesus. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to get off. I had an experience in the barbershop this week where men in the shop, and I just had to sit back and, and I was cutting somebody's hair at the time. And I heard these men sitting up quoting the Bible. And I mean, not quoting it on, on, on anything that's, that's, you know, not playing with it, not mocking it, but honestly talking about it. You know, it's, it's, it's good to see men come out and do that, not just women. Men to do that. Men, we're supposed to be the spiritual leaders and the spiritual heads of our family. Helping our children, our sons and our daughters become more and more like Christ. Have I always done it? No, I haven't. Have I learned better? Yes, I have. Will God forgive me for it? Yes, he will. But then we have to turn and do something better. I'm asking you all to do something better now. Yes, celebrate Christmas, but give God the glory and the honor and the praise for giving us the gift that keeps on giving. And that's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless you. I have some news for you, and it'll be later on during the week. I have a special podcast out because I want to tell you, in 2024, I'm stepping up the game because we all have to make a change. We're not the pagans or acting paganish as we used to. There's a time for things to change. It's an ill wind that doesn't change, and I'm going to change. And I hope and pray that we all change. God bless you. Talk to you later.